it's your girl it's literal the pot and i'm so excited to be here to talk my mess today it is definitely new year's eve we're going into the new year baby and i'm like okay i needed to record this week i was not about to miss this week and i made it so we're here we're gonna do this and you know i might be a little late in comparison to what i normally do but y'all just don't understand this year has been so crazy um i made some really great accomplishments i bought a house i got rid of my narcissist ass ex-boyfriend Woohoo! chat it up chat it up i mean clap it up i'm a little tipsy <laughs> um i moved from ohio to michigan clap it up for that um i uh i can't say i have the same job that i had last year because i don't so we won't clap it up for that um but yeah i think it's been a really great experience this year 2023 has been really troubling for me i'm not gonna lie it's been one of those years like I made the best out of it because I knew I wasn't going to let anyone take my peace. I like I stood on business about my peace this year. Um, but what I will say is I had a lot of death in my family. Like I probably had like four people die that what weren't super close to me, but they were close to people that I'm close to or um, something of that nature. So yeah, I did experience a lot of death. And what I can say is with death comes a level of rebirth. Um, and I had some rebirthing moments where I saw versions of my old self reappear, which I think was scary initially. Um, I, I, I had things, the trauma and the grief had um, awakened places within me that I didn't expect. But the beauty of it all came in through therapy. And that's another thing. Um, this year, I really uh, stood on business about going to therapy as well. Shout out to my cousin in Monroe, Louisiana, that stood on business in, in the funeral and used that as part of her funeral um, commentary, <laughs> her speech. And uh, I've seen that a lot on social media recently, and I've been using it today probably my you know the tequila i'm a tequila girl so it could be part of the tequila that's helping me use this slang standing on business term or phrase but anyways um yeah there's been a lot of death there's been some rebirth and because i've gone to therapy i've allowed myself to feel my feelings um, after realizing that I've been numb for so many years and I had no recollection of actually being a realization of being numb. I knew that people would say to me, like, you don't care about me and things like that. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm here. I'm doing things for you. I do care. And really, um, I get to the nitty gritty. I might not have actually cared about the person. I probably cared about how that person thought about me, which is, um, I would say pretty narcissist narcissistic way of thinking and that's why i say um i see on social media a lot that 
women or men are more narcissistic than women. And I don't truly believe that. I think many of us are operating in this like performative uh, space due to, I know me as a black woman, um, so many times where I had to, you know, act a certain way in certain environments to navigate. And it really didn't allow me to be authentic. Um, and it didn't allow me to feel my feelings, right? You would go through a lot of things in certain environments and there are so many microaggressions, especially in a corporate world. And if you are constantly in your feelings, right, you're constantly approaching these microaggressions and you're approaching them to women, other women or other people that also perpetuate these microaggressions, um, you're gaslit, right? And it's looked at it as, oh, this is not truly a problem. That's your problem. And so um, within that, we compartmentalize a lot of times and we um, try to navigate and we try to adjust our approach to certain things and we try to let certain things roll off our back. And to do that, you eventually become numb. Uh, And I can admit that I had become pretty numb over the years um, dealing with so much trauma. And this year, I'm like, I'm, I'm getting back to my feels um, people are triggering me and through all the death and things like that, I'm able to, you know, I'm not able to be numb anymore. And this it's in a point in my life where it's like, okay, you know, I'm going through it. I'm not trying to get around it. Uh, I'm going through everything, whatever you bring to my um, attention, I'm going to deal with it. And I think also a lot of things that helped me be passive is I was for the past year. Yeah, really a year. Um, a little over a year, I've been looking for a house. I've been looking, yeah, for a permanent home to move into a house, a single family home. And when it comes to like work, you have to have like a steady job to get financed. You have to have, you know, certain level of income. And so I really, I really prioritized that over, over my self-esteem in some situations, I would say. Because I knew I wanted this accomplishment. And I'm not sure if it was necessary. uh, But I am proud of myself for making this accomplishment. I am proud of myself for um, thugging it out and sticking it out. It's 11-11 on the the clock the last day of the year. Um, So I know what I'm wishing for. I'm wishing for good health. uh, A lot more money. uh, Great love. um, And just really manifesting the life that I want next year, um, successful business, famous podcast, um, fit body, Amazon bestseller, um, growing my hair, (laughs) keep my skin clear and, um, manifesting, you know, a great love, a a great partnership within, um, a relationship, a, a healthy husband. Um, I wouldn't mind a wealthy husband, a handsome husband. These are things that I'm manifesting into next year uh, because, you know, I'm there right now in my life. That's, this is where I'm at. This is what I want. Um, so, yeah, I kind of got off on a tangent. But anyways, yeah, I would say um, that's been one of the biggest things of this year for me is ensuring that I'm checking in on my feelings and that I'm 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 being honest with my emotions and that I'm approaching life as I should and not in a performative manner. 
Um, and so, like I said, with the death and everything, it is not allowing me to be performative with all of the experiences that I've had, not allowing me to be performative. I'm like being like, I'm straight shooter now, um, saying things that I didn't expect to say. Um, and it's like, um, you know, the same Brittany and I'm just, it's just parts of me that are resurfacing and resurfacing in a space of confidence, in a space of knowledge, um, a space of support, um, a space of growth, for sure. All right, so I've talked a little bit about that, and um, I'm really, really hopeful. Uh, hopeful. Hold on to my helpful. I'm really, really hopeful of this new year. Uh, as far as staying in the gym, right, <laughs> and uh, being physically fit again, I feel like I fell off big time this year with the many different uh, obstacles that have taken place. You know, like I said, I had a, a lot of death in my family, but I was able to navigate, you know, buy a house. You know, I made more money. I'm coming out of this year with more money than I had last year, though, I just bought a house. So it's crazy um, about the way that life balances for you. You know, despite all of the death that I had, I had a lot of rebirth in areas. I had great financial growth. And I was able to really uh, make some huge accomplishments and get towards places. I even moved back, you know, to my hometown, like, so many people have a hard time doing that, and it was a breeze for me. I just want to make more friends and stuff. Um, but yeah, this this new year, I want to be focused on moving forward. Oh, and I'm going back to the classroom, so I can't say that. I picked up some courses this semester, so I'll be back, you know, as the professor. Um, so I'm excited about that, too. I stepped away from the classroom for a while. I needed to get myself together. I needed to be back in my confidence space. Um, and I wanted to be in my leadership role, like in my leadership hat. And for a while, I didn't want to be a leader. For a while, I just wanted to sit back and learn. Um, and now I'm back in the space of leading. I'm back in the space of um, loving loving life. Um moving forward, living, and having something to to provide to other people, like having information to give to other people. For a minute, I didn't have this, the capacity to help anyone. Um, I, I tell people this, and I don't think um, I even understood it myself, that when you're attempting to reach a goal, like a major goal, like buying a home or something like that, you probably want to take some time to yourself and understand what you're doing. I That was really a super stressful experience for me. This is the largest purchase I ever made. Um, and to be in the process, especially right now with the economy was so crazy. There was no inventory on the market. Um, financing was nuts. It just was a big mess, like bidding on, uh, bidding on homes, going like fifty to $100,000 over budget. Um, I think it's super, super crazy. 
So if you're getting into like some of those experiences and you have other life um, challenges at the time, just know you might be super stressed. And with that stress changes you as a person, it comes like the, the trauma, the way you respond to it, if you don't have the right support, or even if you do have the right support, you know, you, you become like a different person. So keep that in mind as you go through these experiences, because you might want to pull back from something that you're doing that can impact other people. So I'm glad I've taken this time to myself because if I was um, a professor teaching, doing all those things at the same time that I was looking for a house and um, like, you know, I have a full-time job. My um, I'm an adjunct professor, which means that's part-time. So I do have a, another job dealing with that. My colleagues, you know, their 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 hangups and the emotional things that I have to deal with with that. I do not think I could have been a leader that I needed to be um, in the classroom. And I do not respect people that take on those roles and they don't have their stuff together. I've seen it too many times. Uh, I I understand the influence that you have in this role. I know how important it is for you to be um, like stable and not insane. And I I mean, I've seen some insanity, but uh, yeah, I think that we have to be more mindful of others. And although, you know, yeah, you're a doctor. Um, and you have a life too, but come on now, you're a doctor and we're, we're expecting you to actually be knowledgeable and help us. We're not expecting you to bring your trauma to work and not respond to your patients. Um, you know, be extremely forgetful, forgetful and things like that. Cause that's what happens with stress. You get forgetful start stuttering I think I had a pot a cast that I re- released the other week and I was like stuttering the whole time <laughs> I was stressed like buying a house is stressful um and now I'm just like getting back to myself like I'm getting things in order like I'm moving out of my place now moving into my home it's just a lot that comes with it so I'm glad I take I have taken the time and you know, focused, but now I'm back. Like, and people are like, what happened to her? Like, what, what is going on? She's a new person. Like, yeah, I'm totally new. Like, I'm, I'm totally new. Like I've, I had some death. I've been rebirthed. I got my house now. Like, yeah, it is what it is. Come at me crazy if you want to, but you don't really want these problems. Trust me. So, yeah, um, I don't know if I actually titled this productivity tip of the day, but I want to get into that segment and having a to-do list is going to be super important for 2024. I have not been diagnosed with ADHD, but I think I do have ADHD because baby, I get distracted easily. I can like super laser focus on something for like three days straight and get it done. 
Whereas other people probably cannot do stuff like that where they need to take like bites, bits and pieces and no, not me. I will work for 12 hours, 12 hours, 12 hours to get something done instead of doing two hours, two hours um, for like weeks at a time because it just, or days at a time, it just doesn't make sense to me. Um, my time is better spent <laughs> in in blocks, I feel like, in disastrous blocks where I have to block my entire day off to complete certain projects. Now, I say it could be ADHD, but I also think it has to do with college experiences. Um, I'm one of those people that went to school back in 2008. I went to college. Oh, I just dated myself bad and I'm not taking this out. So it is what it is. Now y'all know how old I am. Um, but I started undergrad in 2008. So our undergraduate courses were totally different from today. As I am a teacher in college, I understand that hell nah, y'all workload ain't nearly as crazy as our workload was. And we worked. I mean, baby, we had to earn our degrees. Not saying y'all don't have to earn y'all. I ain't saying that. I ain't saying that. But what I am saying is, I worked hard for my degrees, um, like all three of them, all three of them. I worked really hard for them, and I spent all-nighters regularly. I was in tutoring for so long. I had just a lot of time that spent on classwork in the classroom. Luckily, I lived with my parents during that time. So unlike any of my friends at the time, I locked in on school and I did have some other jobs and stuff, but I was able to navigate. Many of my friends did not finish school because school was hard back then. And so because I've learned how to like complete projects that way, I do it at work sometimes too. And people do not like it, but I don't care. So I was just like crashing and getting stuff done recently. And I'm also thinking like with the um, to-do list, perhaps that can help ease some of that. Um, I personally don't like... like time management is is different in comparison to a to-do list. Now, another thing that's good is doing the breaking everything down quarterly. As a product manager, that's what I learned and I really enjoy that is when you break everything down quarterly and you have the roadmaps to achieve and you have roadmap items to address, then you're able to move forward each quarter. Instead of dropping off or not seeing your success. So that is something that I plan on doing for the new year is making a list of all the items that I'm going to be working on for the first quarter and then seeing what I accomplish and then see, then doing that for each quarter. And I'm going to be breaking down like my major tasks on my quarterly to-do list. And then my daily task will be on my daily to-do list. And then that way I can monitor like my progress throughout the year. 
because in order for me to have a successful business, I'm gonna have to like be more dedicated to quarterly progress and quarterly um, like data to know what's happening. And I'm gonna have to organize my information that way uh, in my pitch decks. So it's important for me to even consider that right now. So I'm doing that. Uh, and I think you guys should do that too. It's a good productivity tip. I used it last year. Um, as you can see, I, I got my house. Um, I had like uh, things on my quarterly to-do list to like reach certain goals. And I didn't follow my to-do list like completely because I moved in the middle of the year uh, in like June. And so it kind of messed up my organization skills and like my life got really chaotic, but I still had that goal in mind. So that was like the only goal that I truly achieved because I only had like that true goal, like etched in my brain to reach. Um, and I knew the progress that I had to make as far as like finances and things like that. And so, well, I did, I kept my job and I, um, and I, you know, made X amount of money and stuff like that. But there were other goals that I wanted to reach outside of starting my podcast because I did do that. Um, but I have another business. It's called, um, why can I think of my bookstore? Oh, the History Path Book, the Hist- History Path Books. Um, History Path Bookstore is my other business. And I'm going to link that in the episode notes. But I'm supposed to be pushing that business with my dad. And I don't do a good job with marketing it. And so this year, I'm also going to be doing that. And that was like all my to-do list, like all my goal list. But I haven't been pushing it. So I plan on doing that this coming year as well. So just saying to say, the quarterly lists do work. To-do lists do work. If you stay focused on them and you maintain them, what I fell off with last year is my move from Ohio to Michigan I did not initially move into my own place which means I did not have enough space um to really like keep organized I was like living out of my totes um and then eventually when I did move into my own space it was chaotic because I had like a lot of stuff going on with building my finances um, I knew I was in a temporary space, so I didn't want to like unpack so much stuff. And I was just in a, in the state of, I'm unrest, right? I'm not sure what I'm doing next. Uh, I planned to be moved into my new home by, uh, Valentine's day. So when I moved into my home, I'll start reorganizing again and get everything together. Speaking of Valentine's Day, I've been dating a guy, like seriously dating a guy. I call him my man, my man, my man, my man, but he's not really my man. Uh, I just, you know, if I'm seriously dating you, you my man. And he has been really adamant about like us and what we are doing next year together. And I really love that for me because I don't think I've had a man in a long time that was like, this is what we doing. This is what's for us. And I don't know if he running game on me or what, but I'm just here to say, like, it's working. It is working. It is working. So me and my man, we plan on 
making some moves, doing some different things next year. And Valentine's Day came up, so I thought about that. And I'm looking forward to this Valentine's Day. I hope everybody's looking forward to this Valentine's Day. It's usually right after, I mean, yeah, right after the Lunar New Year, which is my favorite time of the year. So I'm guessing that this is going to be a good experience. And y'all, I am drinking tequila, so I'm kind of fighting for my life. I am going to stop with the tequila um, issues next episode. So I might not be drinking tequila next episode. But it's the new year, you know, New Year's Eve, and I didn't want to leave us without an episode, so I had to make sure that I recorded, but I also had to make sure that I brought in the new year right, like feeling myself with my tequila. And I don't know if I said this or not, but um, I don't think it's a true new me with a new year, but uh. I did some crazy stuff this year. Like, I made some things happen. Like I said, I bought my house. You know, started my pot. Thanks to y'all. Um, started my business. Uh, published book. My book, Self Love is Literal in the Puddle. I saw y'all go grab that. But next year is bigger and better. Like, y'all be, it's going to be so crazy. Like, I, I, I've already said it. I've already said it all stuff I want, but yeah. We, we're going up next year. Um, all right. So next segment, bitch, stay fit. All right. So listen, what I did not do this year is stay fit. As I suggested, um, I'll take it back. I did stay fit. Well, no, I started off this year a little rough. Um, I had gained some weight at the end of last year. And I brought that weight in all the way up into about March, April. And then that's when I started losing my weight. So I lost weight from April. Wait, no, 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 I'm lying. I lost weight from June to September. And then I fell off again. Um, and so I'm here to say that I'm staying in the gym this year. Like I stayed in the gym this year, like I did stay in the gym this year, but next year I'm staying in the gym for real. Like I'm doing five days a week. I'm doing like heavy weightlifting. I'm staying dedicated to that. This year I stayed in the gym, but I would do like one day a week sometimes, or I would do two days a week sometimes, or maybe I wouldn't go that week. But I'll do a kettlebell workout at home or a couple of days out of the week for 15, 20 minutes. So, like, I stayed in the gym, but I wasn't really, like, putting in no work. So, that's what I plan on doing this year is not only am I going to stay in the gym, but I'm going to put in work the entire time. Um, and I'm going to go hard. Like, I'm going to stay on my fitness journey. That's what I'm going to do. Stay fit. I'm not going to just stay in the gym. I'm going to stay fit because I want to be fit. Like, I want to be like the girls that that look good, um, that don't have to worry about nothing. Uh, that's my goal as far as staying fit. I feel like all of us, um, that's how we all are. Like we all fall off sometimes, especially when you're trying to make some achievements, when you're working hard. 
Like if you work in the morning 40 hours a week, it's kind of hard to be in a gym five days, five times out of a week, especially if you don't get up early like me. Like my sleep routine been crazy. And that's another thing that I need to do for my productivity is to get a better sleep routine. So there's a lot of stuff that comes into play. I know for me, staying fit, um, it's my mental health a lot of times. Like I need to be mentally healthy. I need to get more sleep. Um, I need to have that as for my motivation because if I don't get eight hours of sleep, I don't want to go to the gym. Um, if I only get six hours of, gym, of sleep, sometimes I don't want to go to the gym. So it's things like that that come into play with me. I need more t- more sleep. So I also need to start going to bed earlier. And with my anxiety, I've been staying up a lot later and I don't need to do that. Um, I need a better bed routine, things of that nature. Now, like my man, my man, my man, I think I said this, like he's been out of town for a couple of weeks. Um, and we ain't really been kicking it for that long, but he goes to bed earlier than me. So he kind of can help me with my sleep routine, which I'm going to let him help me with my sleep routine probably. But I just need him to understand, like, you helping me with my sleep routine, but you're not, like, running my life. And he like, one of the people that, like, if we in the bed, you can't get out. Like, I mean, I'm locked up. He holding me tight. Can't move. Like, come on out. I cannot go. <laughs> so that should be the only thing. Like, okay, if I'm getting my sleep routine together, I also have to be comfortable in my bed. Like, so I don't know. It's just a whole bunch of stuff that's going on where I'm trying to get it together, though. I'm going to get it together. I don't see why I wouldn't. And if you're going to the gym for your first time, I'm going to say this. <sighs> now, I've been in the gym for a long time because I'm an athlete. Like, I grew up as an athlete. I played all sports. Um... So when I first went to college, I was gaining a little weight. And my mama was like, yo ass spreading. And I'm like, oh, Lord. So I've been in the gym since then. Like, I've been running on a treadmill. There was a point in time where I was doing three miles a day, every single day. Um, I'm like a real gymmy girl. But I didn't start lifting weights until about two years ago. And lifting weights can be intimidating in the gym, especially if you're in one of those gyms that got a whole bunch of dudes. Because they whole goal be to intimidate you. Um, like, they'll stare at you while you trying to lift your weights. They will try to, like, rush you off of machines, stuff like that. They do that to me all the time. But, see, I'm from the hood. Like, I'm a real-life hood bitch. Like, <laughs> and I'm sorry to say it in that way, but in all actuality, I'm actually from the hood. So, people try to intimidate me all the time, but you can't really intimidate me because I'm a real life hood rat. So though I've like have accomplished so much in my life now to this day, um, still like I still revert back to that girl. Like, please don't, please don't play those games. Please don't try me. Uh, like, (laughs) no, (laughs) don't do it. Uh, so if you are like a timid woman, you somewhere where, you know, you usually don't, um, get intimidated quickly. I mean, that you do get intimidated easily. And you, you know, might be anxious or something. You will want to go to the gym at a like a specific time. You don't want to go to the gym at club hours from four thirty to seven. That is the club. 
I don't go to the gym at that time. Like, I don't, I'm not easily intimidated and I'm not timid, but I don't go to the gym at that time because it takes too long to get on machines. It takes too long to even do your squats. Like, it just takes too long to be able to do the stuff you want to do in the gym. Like, you be having to wait 15 minutes for stuff. And then you got to let people know, like, I'm next, I'm this, I'm that, and then I'm like, no. And I'm not really that social at the gym. I like to get in, get in there and get out. So, I always say, if you can, you probably want to go in the morning before uh, the workday start. I'm not one of them people. Like, I tried to be a 6 a.m. gym girly, and it's just not me. It's not in me. I think that stuff is like, it's not on you, it's in you. And I am not a 6 a.m. gym girly. I'm so glad that I work from home, and I don't really have to get on my computer until 9 o'clock. I am not a 6 a.m. girly. I would love to be a 6 a.m. girly, but now that I got my house, I'm going to build my gym in the basement. And I'll be an 8 a.m. girly with no problem. But 6 a.m. girly, no, it's not happening. And that's another thing. My man, my man, my man, he going to have to build my gym. Like, I don't know what he thinks this is, but that's definitely what he's going to have to do. I'll say this, ladies, get you a Capricorn because ever since I met him, he's been taking care of stuff and holding it down. And I haven't known him that long, so. But I don't even brag about men like that. And my man, my man, my man be holding it down, so. Yeah. Um, stay in the gym. Fuck the haters. If you go into the new gym, if you go into the gym for the first time and people staring at you and you uncomfortable, it's flipping the bird. Like, people are haters. Period. Oh, and if you're a new gym girly or a boy, a guy, you're in the gym for the first time, don't be hating on the uh, thirst traps that my girlies be setting these days. Like, girls be in the gym's booty butt naked today i remember when i had to go uh to planet fitness and i wore like a little tank top and they tried to like tell me that i couldn't wear it because my uh, sports bra was exposed today babies are like booties out like i've been seeing the, the baddies in there looking like some real life strippers um but i, I didn't care like to me i enjoy it it just makes me work harder because it's like, oh, shoot, she ain't here looking good. I need to be looking like her. She usually be the 20-year-old, so, you know, I'm 30-plus out her. So, um, I'm like, okay, sis got it. <laughs> I'm trying to get like her. That's usually me in the gym, so I'm not really tripping on the third traps. I enjoy them, and I really enjoy how the men be, like, losing a mind. Like, they just, oh, my God. Like, they will follow these women from machine to machine just looking and observing their bodies especially the men like they be on treadmills the whole time they just they're eyeing this woman from across the uh gym that's thirst trapping them it's just amazing it's amazing to watch i love it i love women i love what we can do i love how we pull men into our aura and we like run them like like we own them in just so many capacities or situations. So yeah, fuck the haters. Stay fit. 
All right. All right, all right, all right. So let's go on to the sales tip of the day. If you selling something, clap your hands. If you making money, just dance. Um. Okay, so I'm about to start a new business. Uh, I ain't dropped it yet. I'm not telling y'all what it is until I drop it. But the History Path Bookstore is, is up and running. So y'all go over there and buy some books. Forget Amazon. Um, be confident in your product or your service. Don't have imposter syndrome. One of the things that I've most, that I face mostly um, throughout my like entrepreneurship journey was my imposter syndrome. Like I was always profitable, but I was never confident enough to sell to big businesses. And I feel like that that um, stagnated my growth in so many areas because if you have a product or you have a service, you should be confident in the service that you're providing. Um, if not, then you're not collecting enough data. And if you're not collecting enough data, then that's probably an area that you want to focus on with your marketing. It's like trying to get more information. Um, I think that's super important for your confidence. When you have the numbers behind you, you have the right projections, you have the right information. You don't hesitate um, when you're telling people about your product or your service because you don't really have to. Um, it's sometimes when you don't have that data and you're unsure that it brings in that, uh, that it lowers your confidence. So I would say definitely um, be confident in your product, whatever you're selling. If you feel like you might have imposter syndrome, then this might not be the business or the service for you. Imposter syndrome can ruin everything you have going on. I've been there. I've done it. And I wouldn't wish it on anyone. Um, so with that confidence, people will see that you believe in yourself and they will believe in you. Because so many people don't have that. Like so many people don't even try things. So many people aren't innovative. Um, those that can do it and, and that will do it and are consistent and are demanding as far as what they deserve and, and expect, they are the leaders. They are the successful ones. They are the ones that have a level of status that people want to achieve. And so people will support and people will grow into, you know, your service and your product, especially if you're growing it and you're maintaining it and you're ensuring that it's something that's useful. Um, you will get the clientele and the customer base that's, that's necessary with your confidence, with your status, with your growth. So I would say for the sales tip, definitely be confident in your product. Um, write more information about your product speak more to the customer base as far as how your product helps them and what they can do with the product. Um, 
but just going out right and just selling and telling people like hey i have this and and you should buy it it's not always going to be the seller point um but having you know those those reasons why your product is the best or your reasons why your product deserves to be here is definitely key um right now in the business that i'm working on i'm trying to compete at the top because uh, of the business because the product that i have can be a hit or miss product like it can be a seller but it doesn't have to be as useful um and so what i want to do is compete at the top with the product type and i want to have a product that is the most useful right that's in a part of our industry I don't want to have a product that eh, it works, you know, like, well, you know, yeah, this is, um, I'm trying to think of a, a comparison because like buying some paper towel, right? You buy a lot of different paper towels and you have that one brand that's like super durable that you use, you can just use one, one, uh, square and it, you know, does everything you need. And then you have another brand that, it's less durable where you might need two two squares or you need three squares in order to make it as sturdy and it still isn't as durable right because though you made it thicker it's still not the same quality it still doesn't you know spring back the same it still doesn't you know ring out still doesn't absorb the same way but yet it is paper tile and so saying that to say that products are totally different um and they meet the goals of the consumer, but I want to meet the consumer that has the top need, that has that that the um, most useful, the most usefulness, um, the most difficult customer. How about that? The most difficult customer to satisfy. That's who I want to satisfy when I'm operating at the top and I'm competing at the top. To me, that that helps me be more confident to know that even someone that um, that has used many of these products in the past and found no use in them. Used my product and said, oh, that was the one. <laughs> Every, all of them, all of the other products sucked. But she had the best paper towel, right? Um, none of the other paper towel held the grapes, but this paper towel, it, it, it made it happen. Those paper towels were useful because... Um, they they helped me you know i held the grapes in my hand and the paper towel added another layer but these this paper towel was awesome i didn't even have to use my hands to add another layer they just it held it together it did the job it's exactly what i expected uh and i want to compete at that top level you know i want to do exactly what the product was expected to do and to me that helps um when I'm building my confidence, that that really helps me confidence. Now, this could also be one of those areas of where I'm working on being a damn perfectionist, right? Like my therapist already have informed me, like, come on out, let's get it together. You're you're tripping. You're you're too hard on yourself now. You, you're operating on this level of uh, unrealistic abilities here, and so I understand that. And so, but what I like to leave that with is. Setting the bar high allows me to achieve greatness. 
Um, I recently just bought a house, right? I'm pretty young as people would people say I'm I'm in my thirties though, but you know, super early thirties. And um I bought a house by myself, you know, it was pretty expensive. <laughs> I bought an expensive house. I didn't buy no house or no hood. Um and so I, I reached the goal and I set forth and I wanted to do it and I competed at a high level. Um same with business. I've always competed at a high level with business, but the, the downfall for me has been my imposter syndrome. So I will compete. I'll be confident, but I have all these people around me that's talking. They in my ear. They telling me like, you can't do it, girl. Like you ain't getting it. Like how are you getting to this level when I'm still here? Um, you got to get rid of them naysayers. You know, my man, my man, my man. He hit me up the other day and it's like, this is what we doing this year. We getting here. We reaching greatness. We doing this. We doing that. And um, I was feeling that because I don't get a lot of people like that in my life that just say like, we want to get, we getting better. So many people in my life see me on a pedestal and they just want to knock me off. They're not saying like, oh yeah, come on now. We, we getting even, we doing even more. We getting even further. And so I appreciate about my man, my man, my man. Cause he like, no, we doing more. We getting even further in life. Um, so <sighs> surround yourself with better people. How about that? Maybe that's the message, baby. <laughs> when you got imposter syndrome and you working towards something, look within yourself and know you deserve more. You deserve better people around you. You deserve better support. Mm, there it is. All right, so we're going to move on to the sports talk. Sports talk. Sports talk. Mm, sports talk. Sports talk. Okay, so listen. First of all, I didn't even watch no sports this week. I saw some highlights that the Lions got robbed. I'm not going to talk too much on that because I don't watch football. I probably said that multiple times on this podcast already. I don't watch football. I watch Colorado but I don't watch football. Um, I'll watch the Lions, but I don't watch football. And I didn't even know the Lions was playing. So, you know, I'm really not a fan for real, for real, for real. But I will watch Colorado. Like, when I find out Colorado playing, I'm just, I'm turning over there. I'll watch that game all night, you know. Black Boy Joy. Um, I'm going to watch that. The Lions supposedly got robbed. Um, I'm not sure if they're going to, if they have another game. Because I don't really know, like, football. Like, I don't know what the fuck be going on. But I am going to tune in if they have another game. But uh, outside of that, I wanted to mention that I saw this girl had a Jalen Hurts party at work for her birthday. Her colleagues, like, threw her this party. They decorated her cubicle. I thought it was super cool because I used to have a cube back in the day. And in no way, shape, or form did anybody ever attempt to to um decorate my cubicle but it also could have been because i was very anti-social in the office space like i didn't talk to anybody but my supervisor because it's like come on out i don't trust you whores i don't know what you guys have planned for me um trauma experience i know we'll dial back to that later but anyways um the girls did a jalen hurts um party for her and i thought it was kind of over the top and disrespectful to his girlfriend now I feel like having a theme is great, but having a man themed party is a bit obsessive to me. 
And I think it's, it's perpetuating a behavior that should not exist. Now, if you are a fan of a celebrity, fine. By all means, do you. But having a party with his face all over it and things like that, that's probably going to go viral that his girlfriend has to see. I think that's like unreasonable. <sighs> no, I'm saying this as a young, as a person that, I was about to say as a young lady, like, come on, let's be realistic. I'm not a young lady. <laughs> um, but I'm saying this as a person that had 50 cent uh, dec- de- decorative on my wall as a young lad. I also had him as the front cover of my journal. I was obsessed with 50 Cent. He was everywhere. I actually called myself Quarter as a nickname because I was half of him. (laughs) 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 Oh my God. Can't believe I admitted that. But yes. uh, So don't take me seriously. Who knows? You know, maybe it's not obsessive. Maybe I'll have a Jalen Hurts themed party next year. Yeah, I think it was a bit much and I didn't like it. So to Jalen Hurts girlfriend, I'm on your side. I think the girl was pretty disrespectful. Um, personally, I would not say I want a Jalen Hurts birthday party. I would just made it a tequila themed party or a New Orleans themed party or something like that where, you know, you know, fun times, Bourbon Street. Um, but they were at work, so they had to have fun with it. And maybe she obsesses over Jalen Hurts a lot. And they talk about him a lot. And he is fine. Ugh, I'm going to admit that. But his girlfriend is cute, too. And I'm a girl's girl. So I need to stop saying it. I'm not a girl's girl. But I want to be a girl's girl so bad. I do. I do. I do. All right, so I'm about to get off of here because it's about to be midnight and people going to start calling me and telling me, like, Happy New Year. So we're about to wrap this up with um, Black Twitter uh, X Talk. The $2, the 22 y'all, the tequila. I'm fighting for my life. I'm fighting for my life. $20 date, right? So the $20 date conversation right now with the young man that was in his car recording how he tried to get a young lady to bring him some food mind you he had eye masks on which i find to be interesting because i'm as a man as a man why do you have these eye masks on now granted if my man my man my man i would do him a facial and put eye masks on him and take care of him because he my man my man my man and i like to like do stuff for him but you recording yourself with this eye mask on and your woman didn't just give you a face mask and stuff like that. It's odd to me. Why? What the hell are we doing here? But hey, he's trying to take care of his skin. He might be bisexual. Who knows? And, I, and I'm not mad at a bisexual man. I personally wouldn't mind trying that out. Like you bisexual and then you have a bisexual guy that you're dating and then you know y'all put me in a mix it might work i'm not even taking this out <laughs> i'm leaving this shit in here <laughs> but anyways okay let's move past it anyway 20 dollar date so this guy said he's he's on a 20 dollar date <laughs> i'm leaving that shit in the pot i might take it out later i don't know but i'm not 
removing anything out of this podcast tonight because it's so late. I'm already like damn near past the time for this be pressed and send to publish. So yeah, the twenty dollar day situation is he asked this young lady to bring him some food. Actually, what am I talking about? Twenty dollars day? No, he asked this lady to bring him some food because he was hungry and she was on his way to his house and they're not even in a relationship. So it's going viral on Twitter and all of the girlies are like, "Hell no, I wouldn't have brought you no food either." She you had to send her the money. Now, granted, no man has ever in my life asked me to bring him some food. And not considered that I'm going to need that money back. Now, it has happened once where I've taken a man some food and he did not repay me in funds. And boy, did I curse him out the next day. Because <laughs> we're not even locked in, bro. I brought you some food and you didn't even pay me back for it. Like, no, we're not doing that. But I did bring him the food, all right? And if. He would have treated me well. I wouldn't even have met. I wouldn't even have been mad that I brought him the food. But we got into it. Not only did he not pay me for the food, but we got into it. So it's like, bro, where's my money at? You know what I'm saying? Um, One situation only happened once. Never happened again. Usually any guy that I'm dating, they wouldn't ask me to bring him no food. It's like, we bring it. I'm bringing us food. And you've already sent me the money to go grab it. That's usually how that works. Or we've rocked so tight that you've given me so much money that I have a surplus. So you hitting me up for $20 for a meal that's going to cost me $20 and I'm on my way to your house. You wouldn't even have to do that. I would have been like hitting you up on my way there like, babe, did you need something? Like you would never, <laughs> you would never even have to hit me up because You've taken care of me so much already to the point where it's like, okay, let me take care of my man. Duh. My man, my man, my man. I'm taking care of you. That's how that works. I don't know why we had these conversations on Twitter and TikTok about stuff that really doesn't happen. I think that young man made that up. He knew it was going to go viral, and it did. Because nobody in their right mind actually lives their life like that. All right, y'all. It's midnight. I'm going to have to get off the pot, but I'm rocking with everybody. Um, and I enjoy, uh, I'm enjoy this year. I'm enjoy, um, making sure that I complete each week's podcast and publish it. Like I said, I'm kind of fighting for my life today with my tequila, but I had to make sure that I press publish on this episode because I'm going to be consistent with us. My goal is to do two episodes a week, but you know, your girl be working. Your girl be trying to do stuff. I be making stuff happen. I be having my own little, like, you know, trying to stay grounded. Uh, my mental health and working and my man, my man, my man. All these other type of situations going on that sometimes I get away from, like, the focus of the podcast. As far as, like, recording multiple times throughout the week. But my goal is to record multiple times throughout the week. So, eventually I'll get there. Look forward to me publishing twice a week. Um, I'm going to be dropping the visuals really soon. Uh, probably the beginning of February, I'll start dropping the visuals. I might start dropping the visuals in the middle of this month. I don't know yet. But like I said, Happy New Year, everyone. Um, 2024 is definitely the year of accomplishment. It's the year of growth, the year of wealth, um, the year of successful businesses, the year of 
productive um, experiences? Do you have great vacations? A year of great love? Everything. So shout out to y'all. And it's always love here. It's little to pot. <laughs>